This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Hello and welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. Do you need to be qualified to play the game? Do you need an education in creative work? Does studying for seven years make you a doctor of creativity? Does it give you permission to like write prescriptions to others who haven't received a fine education on how to you know <laughs> take what's inside your imagination and bring it into the real world? Depending on what kind of career you want in the arts, a formal education isn't necessary, nor will it give you the confidence to begin creative work. I mean, you get a diploma, you're considered fully qualified in the eyes of the education system, but until you know you put pen to paper or pedal to the metal, you're not going to develop the confidence in your chosen field. The confidence comes from doing. Just starting allows you to build the confidence to continue to pursue your creative work. I mean, if your hands are tied and you feel forced to get an education, maybe one in like marketing or business may be a good asset in order for you to eventually, you know, get your work out there, create a brand or strategically monetize your art. But without the art itself, you really have nothing to push. I remember a friend of mine wanted to make a few extra bucks given piano lessons. I think he was like grade six Royal Conservatory or something. So he clearly knew how to play the instrument, but he was hesitant to start because he just, he, he didn't, see himself as qualified as a teacher. Like I told him, you don't have to be, you just have to be better than the student you're teaching. And there's value in them sitting with you and learning from you. It's just simple knowledge transfer from the comfort of your home. It's not like a TED talk in Carnegie Hall. He ended up not teaching part-time and doing a huge disservice to his community of people who could learn from a really talented and kind individual. I ended up being in a band with this guy for several years. Like he's one of the most talented people I knew. And he's just, you know, oh, I'm not good enough to teach other people. What are you talking about, weirdo? In her book, Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert uses the term creative entitlement. This is a belief that you're allowed to be here, have a voice, and allowed to share your unique vision. Entitlement usually has a negative connotation. You envision a spoiled millennial who wants to be treated like royalty for no particular reason. And this sort of entitlement it doesn't really come from ego. It's, it's like, you know, I'm the greatest, but more like I'm here. The entitlement is giving yourself permission to share your gifts with the world rather than hibernating. In Stephen Pressfield's book, Get Your Ass Where Your Heart Wants to Be, he discusses the need to be exposed. You need to put yourself in uncomfortable positions, like not like in a pervy Kama Sutra position or like some weird messed up yoga poses, but you need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. For example, you could just, you could be the most talented person in your hometown, but if all the opportunities are happening in a larger city like New York, Chicago, Toronto, Montreal, Los Angeles, Nashville, Miami, then you're really playing like a different kind of game. Like, are you really in the game at this point? The ability to reinforce is more valuable than talent. You could probably perform circles around those people in larger cities, but they had the guts to pick up and move. This is just an example. Like I'm not telling you to pack your bags and leave your family. Instead, just try to apply for a showcase that you don't think you're qualified for. You know, this gets try to get gigs that you don't think you're ready for. If it's by happenstance you're accepted, then you do whatever it takes within your power to level up to the occasion and hopefully the universe comes to your aid. I remember the first time I was offered a headlining set in a comedy club, and I didn't have an hour of material. I had maybe 30 minutes of rock solid jokes and 10 minutes of like canned crowd work. So how was I going to fill that last 20 minutes? And I got writing. I just I wrote every day for a month leading up to the gig, and at night I would try to get on different stages and try the new jokes out and test them all out. 
And most of the time, one month still isn't enough to get an extra 20 minutes, but I had no other choice. So I blended it with some solid material I already had. I got laughs. I filled the time. I got paid. And from that day forward, I was a headliner. The more times I ran the set live, the tighter it got. Like The point being, like I was freaking out for a month prior. I put myself in an uncomfortable position and I lived to see another day. Nobody wants to go to the gym and lift weights. It's hard and it's, no one likes to sweat. I don't know. But when you force yourself every day to do uncomfortable things, time goes by, scale goes down, and self-esteem goes up, just like magic. Have you heard the expression, impossible has a skill set? Creating from purpose rather than ego allows us to go outside ourselves into a flow state. Comedian Chris Rock is a talented individual, but he wasn't born that way. His talent was built. He gets SNL, everyone thinks he's going to be the next Eddie Murphy, which is a pretty big hole to fill. It doesn't happen. He gets fired, returns to stand-up, but not as the Chris Rock we know today. He's only you know in second or third gear. He gets Martin Lawrence to open for him, and Martin just kills one of his shows, right? And Chris can't follow. And so at this turning point, Chris starts mirroring the swagger of some of the Def Jam comics, including Martin Lawrence, and he gets an opportunity to film an HBO special. Andrew Dice Clay says, don't screw this opportunity up, okay? These just don't get handed out to anyone. He writes material that's not only funny, but thought-provoking, and he pushes boundaries. He goes on stage every night curating the punchlines and finding new premises. He pops it into fifth gear for his HBO special, Bring the Pain, and the rest is history. Although Chris Rock is one of a kind, his story gives us hope that as creative people, like the right ingredients and effort, we can become something we never really expected, instead of just sitting on the sidelines assuming these outliers are born this way. He didn't have a formal education in comedy. He got this confidence by doing. He amplified creative entitlement, and he got his ass where his heart wanted to be. Put himself in an uncomfortable position, and the universe came to his aid. The HBO special is considered one of the top five comedy specials of all time. How can you adopt the same discipline in your own creative career? Decide what you want to go after, right? Reach for something that you may not be qualified for in the moment, but by having the opportunity will force you to level up. Chris was qualified for the special, but if he approached it as Chris Rock from before his transformation, he may, it would have been funny, but maybe forgettable. Is there someone else in your field that you can mirror? Like what, what are they doing that you can apply to your own situation? Chris was a typical stand-up, literally. He would stand there and tell jokes. And it wasn't until he started embodying the energy and movement of some of his favorite Def Jam comics that he really gave him the confidence to demand attention. You can see him walking around the stage like he just owns the place. You know what I mean? And my friend uh, Heather, I have a podcast with called Celebrity Self-Help, where we profile artists like Chris or actors and musicians that do exactly what I'm talking about here. Like seeing what works for somebody else and applying it to your own situation in a way that uniquely is yours. Do you need to move your ass where your heart wants to be? Do you need the energy of a new city to light a fire under your butt? If moving isn't possible, is there a new community you can introduce yourself to? You're the combination of the five people you surround yourself with. Is there a group in your hometown that you can join who can level up your game? Three out of those five people you hang with now are probably negatively impacting your progress. Ditch those haters, and if that isn't a possibility because they live with you or raised you, then stop sharing your goals with them because they don't want negative energy around your precious creativity. Imagine you were the only overweight person in your friend group of personal trainers. How long do you think it would take for you to adopt some of the healthy habits they use in their lives? Or if you were part of a millionaire's club, that's actually a thing, by the way. Like It exists when you hang out with other high achievers. Like What can they teach you? What can you teach them? Hanging around like-minded individuals is so rewarding. So when I'm at a party, let's face it, I don't get invited to a lot of parties these days, but 
If I was invited to a party and got sat next to an accountant and a data entry analyst, how long would it take for me to blow my brains out? They're not bad people, but maybe I just prefer the company of consummate troubled artists. You know what I mean? <laughs> Screw these people with normal, boring lives. I'm jealous of your stability and your stable mind. Good for you. But do not sit next to me at a party. So in conclusion, you don't need permission. Just start. So when it gets hard, you know you're heading in the right direction, okay? You, don't, you just need to push a little bit harder. Most people give up when they go and get stuff, but a few who stick around are going to reap the benefits on the other side. So engage your creative entitlement. Show the world that you are here and take what is rightfully and creatively yours. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week. So remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.